As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Against my enemies, yeah. You see, you wanted to save you, and then learn how to raise you. But I forget you from the wilderness. Hello, everyone. What is up? I am Rob, and I am Eamon. It is a glorious mini fuzz day, Eamon. What is going on? Uh, not too much, not too much. Today felt like the first day of spring to me. Uh, it was it crisp, but but quite quite warm, uh, quite sunshiny. Lovely. It was, yeah. It's a nice day, a long stretch. A long the day stretch. Today, a long was. stretch. I got out of the gym after hurting a different part of my back today. <laughs> uh, and it was quite dark to, to sort of almost... Um, foreshadow the pain I'll feel upon waking tomorrow yeah yeah it's always with back pain it's always the next day do you feel you'll feel the twinge that day and you're like oh actually I don't feel too bad mm. that's kind of interesting and do, then you wake remember, up the next day fucked you know like when you got the COVID and you were like oh well I guess time off work now and yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. like like my, all my my work stuff is in the office because I go to the office every day so yeah. like if my back is fucked I'd be like yeah can't get out of bed can't do nothing yeah great I'd be fucking clearing games, man. Playing video games again. PS5 song. Get oh, on. Get tell on. me about. I've been playing that KOF 15. I'm only a fucking year and a half late to the game. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. You might, you might be able to become number one in the world. Huh? Oh, speaking of number one in the world. Oh. Uh, sorry for listeners who don't care about fighting games. You're fucking oh. already turning this off. Yeah. Capcom, the 10th Capcom Cup. Guess how much the fucking first prize is. Keeping in mind that uh, 50 grand was the Tekken World Tour one Number million one. it's one million dollars <laughs> which is fucking obscene yeah, obscene listen tell you man oh no it's fantastic but like fighters man like i'd say there's a load of people who just handed their notice in today they're like i'm just gonna go practice the sats we know how to yeah absolutely absolutely sorry about that there listeners you're probably gone already yeah sorry about that lads 
It's an empty auditorium here, Evan. Yeah, Lawrence. and uh, we'll be seeing more of those on the 15th of March <laughs> when we play our live show in the Sugar Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I uh, had some word from some of our lovely listeners over the week that they bought tickets, which is always great to hear. Um, it is getting pretty close now. It's around three weeks. Squeaky bum time. Yeah. Proper bricking it. Oh, uh, my bum is flapping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're getting close now. Really excited, guys. Hope to see you there. Um, it's going to be a night of cryptid fun we've got leprechauns going on we've got cryptid videos we're going to get your opinion on some of them we're going to share our opinions it's going to be a good time if you can't get there though Patreon is the best way to support us and you get that ad free goodness you also get episodes in return we're almost um, coming up to an episode of Monsterfuls for every day in the year now would you believe if you're signed up to the Patreon and a regular feed there are probably around 350 episodes okay so like 15 more and yeah. you can listen to us every day yeah and as well I mean, if we keep going in about two or three years' time, we'll have actually surpassed The Simpsons in the amount of episodes we've done. <laughs> so yeah. Now, to be fair, there is a lot less work that goes into what we do than what, true, what The true. Simpsons do. Although, a lot of Simpsons nowadays, I think, is done by like Chinese AI or something like that, didn't they? It Outsource certainly seems stuff. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching that thing, uh, funnily enough, I was watching that clip from South Park where they show Cartman how they make Family Guy and it's just the manatees oh, bringing yeah, the balls across. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, The Simpsons really did copy that Family Guy template for a while. Um, mm. But apparently now I've I've heard good things from the community now that the last couple of seasons have actually been really strong. Really? It's, yeah. Because this is, this is the last season, right? No, or no, no, no. Have no, they been, so. a, have they been um, oh, I think they're greenlit for another one? Yeah, okay. I don't think they're stopping, no. Mm. Um, but no, it's, yeah, I've heard good things about the recent ones. So yeah, guys, don't forget the Patreon. You'll get all the good stuff over there. And as well, like we said in the last episode, if there is a live recording of the live show, it will eventually be put up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can pay yearly if you like. Also, check us out on social media. Like we said before, there's the tag competition. You want to tag us in your stories, tell people you're listening to us, you will be automatically entered into a little competition for a article of clothing of your choice from the Monsterfuzz store. Um, we've had quite a few tags over the last week, so thank you for that. Eamon, if they have any stories... Now, this one, by the way, bit of synchronicity and madness here, where it seems like there's something going on because we had no writings for a while, and now, in the space of a week, we've had, like, three solid ghost encounter stories and, like, pictures and stuff sent in. What does it all mean, Eamon? Mm, it means... 2027 is coming closer oh, every day okay. uh, no it. I mean it's great especially the pictures man I was looking at the doc earlier I was like holy shit these are fucking mm. this is great fodder um, mm. but if you yourself have any spooky stories that you want to send in and please JPEGs are allowed no dick yeah. pics monsterfuzzpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com um, yeah we love hearing your guys spooky stories so please keep them coming yeah absolutely guys and as well if you like to have your voice heard on the podcast it is speakpipe.com forward slash monster fuzz shouts out we do have a new patron Eamon it came in today so I am going to get his name right now for the old cheeky shout out big shouts out to Connor C thank you very uh, much Connor for the C. support thank Connor. you so much you're a good lad much love um, so Maeve writes in Eamon do you want to take this one away Maeve says hi lads hope you don't mind me sending this on if you ever want to use it 
I'm a relatively new fan and listener and was a bit nervous, but thought this might be the best place to go with such a tale. Thanks it a mil for everything anyway, and keep up the good work. Yep, you're absolutely right, Rob. This is the mm. place. This is the joint. Um, this is something that happened a wee while ago. I was living in Dublin. Oof, I know that feeling. Oof, scary. Uh, oof, Jesus, yeah. Every night, I've the hypodermic fucking Shinobi <laughs> gang outside. Uh, living in Dublin at the time, but my family home was up north, and I was home for the weekend and driving back to college. I was on the old Belfast to Dublin M1 or whatever, and there was hey, a Andrew, diversion. No, you know, you do the Northern Ireland woman accent, Damon. Why are you not deploying? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's more Donegal. It's not Belfast, it's but I'll give it a that's go. That's true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on the old Belfast to Dublin M1 or whatever, and there was a diversion from the motorway somewhere outside Newry, I believe. So I'd never taken this particular road, and it's starting to get dark, but I keep going. And then my smartwatch starts flashing, which I hadn't seen it do. I see it looks like me resting heart rate has suddenly skyrocketed <laughs> to like 103. I'm, t- I'm going into a different accent now. I'm going to try to get it back. <clears throat> you went down and tired there for a second. I'm also a healthy 20 year old for context. Which, as anyone would figure, is unusual, as it, and it isn't good, but I, I'm not alarmed, weirdly. I just start to feel very sleepy. So I do the logical thing and pull over the car, but still no panicking or anything. I just try to take it easy and breathe deep. And at some point, I must fall asleep, but I kind of get disturbed by these super bright lights. And besides that, it's pitch black outside at this point. And then I hear shouting. Oh, that... For that's very um very sensible of you to pull over. That is, yeah. Your heart rate's gone up a little bit, right? Hundred and three. Hundred and three. I mean, what's your heart rate right now? Well, I mean, I'm on this exhilarating podcast, which is like running laps. Oh yeah. Uh, so let's see here now. What is my heart? Rate? I don't even know how to use my smartwatch. Uh, to be quite honest, with you. mine mine's about ninety right now. Oh, it's sixty four. Sixty four. Ash, you're fine. Um, and I'm I'm very lizard esque in my um, sort of ways and yeah. means. Serpentine. Um, well, you see, for me, as you well know, the heating comes on here around this time, so I'm like in a sauna. So it's no surprise my heart rate's spiking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, 110. I suppose a spike. Now, when I'm in the shower or something, my heart rate's about 110, right? I'm mm, enjoying with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pulling you, Mickey. Oh, Lord, no, I'll pull well, your Mickey. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. I actually don't like, you know, let's just give people unnecessary details. Wouldn't be into that, Em, in the not shower. Anymore. Being no. at myself. Not since the I never ad- was. No. No, I was uh, back when my imagination was like fucking vivid studios, <laughs> I was able to go into the show and have a whale of a time. But that's been uh, decimated oh, by right, digital okay. entertainment for some time. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, very sensible of you to pull yeah, over here. Fair Maeve. play to you, Maeve. Yeah. Uh, apologies for absolutely destroying your story here. Uh, <laughs> I might read it normally because I, on, I sure, yeah, go I on, might read do that. She she hears shouting. I look around and I can't see anyone, but I see what looks like a truck or van maybe that these headlights are coming from. Then some shouting very clearly commanding me to get out of the car in a very authoritative voice. I'm not afraid, but I have this very gut feeling. Whatever I do, don't get out of the car. And I keep saying that to myself. Then I kind of jolt awake again. Like, you know, if you're dreaming, you're falling and I wake up again. And strangely, it's not as dark out, still kind of twilight. Then I see two Garda just pull up and they get out and come to my window, but everything's all right. I just said I was confused by the diversion and they help me out and send me on my merry way. 
I feel fine again. My heart rate is normal and I continue as if that other thing never happened because I can't really comprehend it anyway. It wasn't until recently when I was with a friend and we were all talking shite and one of the lad asked if we'd ever seen a ghost. Everyone was either like no or I thought I saw a glimpse of something once Uh, and this was the only story I could think of. So when it came to my turn I told it and everyone went quiet for a minute. They were like so do you think you saw a ghost or do you think you went back in time briefly or that it was a UFO? I definitely didn't see anything in the sky I say and laugh and figure it must have been a dream or something. Anyway it got everyone together and we had a bit of a laugh to be honest but we were still curious and thinking about it at the same time. I must say though I've never dreamed any other time I've been on a plane or bus or something and dozed off. I would just dream in my bed at night. Ha ha. (laughs) If that makes sense. But I also haven't made it a habit of taking car catnaps. Also, have not had any other cardiac moments. So could have just been an inaccurate read and I'm in perfect health. I've checked. Um, This reminds me of... so. We had a story, this was quite a while ago, Maeve, I don't know how long you've been with us, but we had a story from one of our listeners, was he a trucker, Eamon, and he seen a ghost on the road? Do you remember that, the mm-hmm. Roman ghost? Oh, Do you remember yeah, that one? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there have been quite a few stories that we've had in from maybe last year, even a year and a half ago, of highway ghosts, this was mm. something that was touched upon. Um, The lights and the shouting though Yeah Because I I was thinking That it was I was Like as I was Because you know You're kind of Your brain is trying to figure out Where the story's going As you're reading it So Mm -hmm. I was like ah, With the shouting And all the rest of it That maybe You know There was some commotion And because she got tired And her heart rate went up And she pulled in She avoided some sort of Bad scene That otherwise She might have gone into Um, Although I I am kind of seeing The George Rush Pierre (laughs) I oh, no, sometimes look at the clock, Joe Rogan, and is five minutes gone? I don't know <laughs> what. So I oh, think aliens so is not CTE, time. is the alien. Ah, yeah, that's that's an alien thing, isn't it? When you mm. don't know. It's not yeah, dementia, but it's, it's, <laughs> it's it, can, it can sometimes be dementia as well. <laughs> right. It must be really fucking terrible if you have dementia and you're also getting abducted <laughs> by aliens. That's such a bad fucking roll of the dice. Maybe like. the bastards only abduct people who have dementia. Maybe that's why they get it. I mean, know? yeah, I suppose... What does it all mean? Demented people. Yeah, because like if, you know, like we all have either had or have demented relatives, you know, yes. at some points in our lives. Absolutely. And if they were like, oh, I had a dream last night and a little man put a rod <laughs> yeah, in my like, hole. Oh, yeah, he'd be like, yeah, 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 yeah go on. Go on, take an orange from the box and go back into bed. <laughs> so yeah, like it's a... Do you know what I mean? Yeah, demented and abducted. I mean, that's going to be my fucking... They're going to be my memoirs. Yeah. yeah so she goes on to say I'm not one that seeks out the supernatural really I have no interest in attracting that kind of energy to be honest but also around this time I took a photo with a friend which she has attached here which we'll comment on a little mm-hmm. bit in a moment This, this see this is the thing Emma. this is what I was saying all of a sudden we got a bunch of ghost pictures in the same week Yeah. what does it all mean what does it all mean we go I'm not like, sure I can't remember the last time we had a ghost picture sent in. And now, all of a sudden, an influx. Very strange. Um, She says that this was with a friend from home and not part of the group I originally told the story to. What makes this photo spooky is there is a figure in the background. 
or it definitely looks like someone something I attached a close up so you can see it properly again sorry the quality it's old it's grand also for the reference this was upstairs so it's not possible anyone was just outside the window as it was a different friend group and we didn't notice anything weird about it after a while uh, we didn't remember exactly where it was taken uh, it is very possible though this photo was taken the night just before that drive Ooh, what the fuck these are the only unexplainable things and en- the um these are the only unexplainable things i've been part of and it's possible these are related maybe uh, she says that i haven't been on this particular road since and nothing like it's happened again i just thought it was finally time to put this story out there and see if anyone else experienced anything like it and to try to figure things out so appreciate any theories Please be gentle. Laughy face emojis. Thanks again. <laughs> and best of luck with the live show. I hope I can maybe get it off and go with cross fingers emojis. All the best. Maeve. Maeve, we hope to see you there. Come down and have the party. Do you know? Yeah. It'll be a good crack. Uh, and Emin, picture, picture alongside it there. What you reckon about this picture, Emin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if I, if I was going to wear my skeptics hat, which I don't like to do, which oh, I don't Jesus. like to do. I would say potentially, potentially down at the bottom right, um, it could be a glare or something from inside. And you know that uh, there's that thing where humans are wired to see faces in abstract patterns. Yeah. And that's par- why para- it looks like a ghost. Dolly or something, I don't know. Yeah. Mm, something so like that. But uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's that's a possibility. But the other side is... You know, the fact that that happened around the time that this strange missing time event happened is, uh, I mean, that's worth thinking about as well, right? Further, further out, it looks, it, it actually, it depends on what monitor you're looking at it on. Because I have two monitors in front of me. My old ass monitor, it looked like Gollum. But now I'm putting it on my newer monitor, it looks like a fucking child. It looks like the ghost of a child. Mm, yeah. Very spooky, very spooky. Uh, so what you reckon about that story, Emma? Then you reckon aliens? I think for me is alien. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I I I I don't know. To be totally honest with you, it's such a strange thing. I'd love to know if there was any accidents that mo- or maybe it's an accident that could have happened but didn't, or was there any accidents further down the road or at a place she was going to go or uh, off the diversion or something like that. Mm. Yeah, like it was kind of warning her. Yeah, that's mm. could have been a spidey sense. Could have maybe been. your spider girl, Maeve, and you don't know. That's you know? that's pretty cool. There's a lot yeah. worse things to be than spider girl, spider woman. Uh, Jessica Drew, I believe her name is. Is that her name? Yeah, Jessica Drew, not Jessica Sorry. Fletcher. She's the one that stopped the crimes that happened everywhere she went. Murder she wrote. Yeah. She'd probably be able to stop a ghost on the road as well, wouldn't she? Ah, uh, Jessica Jessica Fletcher. She was some woman. You know, oh, she was. And then there was a few episodes where they started being like, "You're fucking out here killing lads, aren't you, Jessica?" And she was like, "I did no such thing." Do you know what my favorite? <laughs> favorite... I'm not a crook. I am not a crook. Yeah, that episode where <laughs> she was uh, Nixon it was a great episode. Um, but I used to love the end of that because at the end of it, the the logo for whatever production company was they were typing and they took a page out and then threw it and then the page went towards the screen and it made the logo. And as a child, oh. I thought this was the best thing I'd ever seen. And I'd seen Jeez. Ghostbusters, the cartoon. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, for sure. Um, Sean Lannan writes in, he says, Hello, man. 
I've been a nurse working in emergency departments for about 30 years and I've seen lots of weird things. Did you get slagged based on scrubs with nurse flowers? Do you remember that, Eamon? It was all the rage there for a while. Remember nurse flowers? Uh, who was nurse flowers? I remember scrubs for sure. He was the, the male nurse, the nurse, and he went out with um the blondie haired lady. Oh, was, yeah. yeah oh, we all her? wanted to go out with her, didn't we? Uh, what was her name again? Can't even remember. It began with an E, did it? Elliot, is it? Yes, it was like Elliot, but Elliot's not right. Uh, there was Carla. What's wrong with Elliot, bud? Elliot. It wasn't <laughs> Elliot. It just, I'd like nothing wrong with the name Elliot. It just wasn't Elliot, I don't think. Hang on, I'm going to find out now because this will annoy me. R- remarkably, I remember her real name, Sarah Chalk. Oh, there you go. Look there at you that, go. Huh? And it was Elliot. Was so it? There you go. It was, yeah. Phone home. Uh, yeah, it was Elliot Reed. Ah, well, look, that's my Mandela brain. Ah, okay. Well, there you go. Sure, look. So, um, this is one of the weird things that he's experienced. The most recent one happened in the middle of a night shift. About two in the morning in one of the older hospitals in Hobart in Australia. The area had no patients and the lights were off except for the floor lights. It is an open area with walls between each bed space. In one area of the emergency department I saw out of the corner of my eye an older woman sitting in the bed in a particular cubicle. I would turn and look and then nothing was there. She was about 70 or so years old and was just sitting. No movement and she didn't acknowledge me. So spooky hospital ghost, Damon. Not not yeah. good. Um, this happened about three or four times during the night. It wasn't threatening or overly frightening, apart from the fact there was someone in the bed. I didn't say anything to my colleagues because I didn't think they'd believe me, and I think I was trying to scare them. A few months later, I was on night shift again. My colleague Sarah came out and told me she thought she had seen an old woman in the same bed. She was a little shaken and her eyes widened when I described what I had seen previously. She described the same shape as me and could see from the corner, could see from on from the corner of her eye. We freaked each other out with more descriptions which had matched. This is interesting. Correlating spookiness. The next time I saw Sarah, a few months later, she asked if I had been speaking about our conversation. I told her I hadn't, as I hadn't really thought about it again. She then told me about a conversation she had with a third nurse who had worked there for a long time. She happened to mention what she had seen, and the nurse cut her off and also described the woman perfectly. Sarah asked if this nurse had spoken to me about this, and the nurse told her she had not. Needless to say, she freaked Sarah out more. This freaked Sarah out more, sorry. It was weird that the three of us had seen this woman independently in the same place. The ward was not always used for emergencies. It has been used for many different wards and procedure rooms throughout its history. One final strange point. It's cubicle 13. I shit you not. I don't have any superstition regarding numbers, but this is an amusing side note. I have only ever seen her the first time and never again. This area also has a shadow figure there, and that one does freak me out every time I see it. Oof. But I won't get into that as I have already rambled too long. No, please do send yeah, in another letter. Yeah, yeah, we like the old shadow people ones because they're kind of 
Um, and myself's experiences have been shadow people, so like Ooh, anything yeah. to do with shadow figures is always cool. Uh, it says, Thanks for producing such a great show. Producing now, I'd <laughs> use that term very loosely. <laughs> very loosely. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a bit of, there's a bit of something going on there to get it out, but production, I don't know about. Uh, it says, I really enjoy it and it's the highlight of my dreary work life. Can I suggest a song slash poem topic where you describe the time Greta Thunberg met Bill Cosby? Uh, have some fun with it. I did try and tackle this as a poem, Emin, but then I was like, I can't, I can't make this go anywhere productive. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, perhaps Bill might not be able to get rid of her all the best from Tasmania Sean so first question is Eamon uh, what do you think of Greta Thunberg do you have an opinion on her uh, I don't know much about yeah, Greta Thunberg same. other than she's a young girl who's given out to us all for fucking using plastic a passionate young woman yeah yeah uh, which I think is good well better um, to be doing that than to be fucking now look I think she's been I don't oh. know maybe they they've they've used her as a media machine like I'd really love to on know how much money she thing. makes. Yeah. Oh yeah, on both yeah. sides of the thing. Yeah. I I yeah. did really enjoy that whole Andrew Tate thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. Um it's a bit like in in a sense, I watched that Netflix show about do you remember that hatchet guy that everyone loves that Martin Yeah, I saw that as well. Right. So it that was the most fascinating thing of that whole story for me was how fucking as we already kind of knew how vampiric and venomous the LA entertainment scene is well yeah as legendary producers we've been around these people before yeah it it just shows you how quick they are to try and use something not Mm. because they think it has any value or worth but because they think that that's what will get other people talking or that's what people are into and I think in a sense Greta Thunberg has has been jumped on because of her passion in a different way because she's a passionate and outspoken person who, uh, which I think is great. I mean, I think in general, uh, more people should probably speak out about things and say how they feel about things. I don't think there's enough of it. Mm. Um, For some reason, when people are passionate about the climate, it seems to get targeted quite a lot. And it's been that way throughout my life. Um, with even eco warriors, like we had like tree huggers here. The lads who, in Wicklow, yeah. Yeah, who, who were in Wicklow. And they were trying to protect the forest. And I thought it was quite noble, but I grew up mocking them because I <laughs> thought it was a very si- uh, silly thing. Because they were living up there like it was fucking Endor. Like that, oh, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That tree huts up there and shit. And at the time... I was only parroting what I heard around me, which would have been conservative Ireland saying, what the fuck are they doing that for? That's what, stupid. Were they, were they up? That was like Glen of the Downs or something. Yeah, it was. It? Yeah, you drove yeah. through it on the way to Dublin. That's like, right. The, you always lose your phone signal when you go through there on the yeah, bus. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. The, the, but that was it. Yeah, I was probably the same. So I was like, look at these lads with their stupid green hair and all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And now I'd probably like to live in a forest. You know? Yeah, well, like, they're putting shit out online. Like, at the end of the day... Uh, things are happening all around the world where no one says nothing about them you know like one of the ones that I've brought up in Ireland before is like the complete lack of forest forestry here and, mm. and the fact that most of it is just for farming do you know yeah, what I mean so yeah. it's like a really sad thing but no one ever really talks about that like not enough people talk about it it's never brought up it's not a political hot topic so it's never really talked about so I think when people have a bit of passion and they speak out about stuff, even if it's misguided, you know, whatever, look, it's better to be doing that than it is to be kind of 
um, doing shit, uh, well, doing nothing. Rather. You know, you don't have to listen to these people. No, you don't. Like, it's funny when you have... Like, like, I don't know nothing about Greta Thunberg, to be quite honest. No, no. Very fucking little. I don't know anything either. I fucking know less about climate change. I mean, I've watched An Inconvenient Truth and blah, there blah. You go. Well, you're an expert now. Well, yeah, I'm Al Gore. Hello. <laughs> Get on I'm Twitter. Al Gore. Bob Dole. But, like, <laughs> it's a... I guess the thing is, like, I don't know and I don't really care, so I just don't get involved in it. Do you know what I mean? You hate the climate, do you? Don't I just, care about it. No, I loves climates. I loves changing the weather and all. <laughs> loves the long stretch in the evening and everything. Loves that, man. <laughs> but it's a, like, I don't know enough about it. Like, I can't really have an opinion on climate change based on what I've read about it or what I've seen about it, you know? Like, I, I just don't, yeah. I'm not passionate enough to, like, I'll give you my opinion on the new yeah, tech and eight mechanics or yeah, something yeah. like that, but yeah, yeah. I don't care about the climate, which uh, that's actually quite worrying now that I've said it out loud. Um, but the other thing as well with Greta Thunberg, like it is also a mark of a very fucking strange society when a fifteen-year-old girl is yeah. shouting at politicians about not doing it and about the climate. Like, how many books could she have read about the climate? And I'm not saying she has or she hasn't, but it just seems like a strange thing that that's actually what winds up getting it over and getting the public invested. It's a gimmick in a way, and I don't mean but this that's against why, that's her. That's what I'm saying about the. That's it, what I'm saying about the hatchet dude as well. It's the same yeah, thing. It's yeah. like they're just trying. They're like extracting people's authenticity, and, and in the case of the hatchet lunatic homeless guy. It was lunatic shit. Yeah, but yeah, totally. They do try and extract You're, any value from people, any no, authenticity. Absolutely. But it makes it makes like things that should be serious into more like pro wrestling. Because like it's grand when you yeah. watch pro wrestling and funny shit happens because like this isn't real. But then when you're watching real life unfold and you're like, this seems like it shouldn't be real, you know? Yeah, it's um, it's weird. Yeah, it is. It's strange, but. Yeah, so I don't have, we, mm. we don't really have a great, uh, much of an opinion either yeah. way on Greta, but... Um, and to be totally a, honest, I'm quite worried about trying to improv a song about her with Bill Cosby, because I don't know what the fuck come out of my mouth, and uh, I, I'm yeah, too afraid, exactly. I'm too afraid to touch that, that one. That, that was the thing, yeah, so, uh, but onto the story, I suppose, then, what do you think about the ghost, the collective, you know, this yeah, is uh, this is something that you know, a lot of people are reporting on. Mm, it's It's an interesting thing, like... We've talked about it before, liminal spaces, TM, like mm-hmm. areas where maybe there's echoes of ghosts. Like we say, I saw a ghost or something, but realistically, that's just the word we have to describe some sort of apparition or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we saw something like I like the idea about echoes from the past. I think we've talked about it before the way that ghosts would walk through a, a house that's been recently renovated, they might walk the yeah. way they used to walk. So they're going yeah. through walls and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom worked in the hospital for decades. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has any ghost stories about oh. there. Now, I'm not saying that that means there are no ghosts, no. Uh, but I am sometimes surprised that hospitals don't have more ghost stories. But I think we talked about this before and we kind yeah. of said it's possibly because when you're in hospital, you're gen- you, well, you are a patient. Mm-hmm. So you're not really connected to the hospital as you might no. be your own home or, I don't know, a job or someone who's close to you or something like that. But it is curious, yeah. Shadow people especially, that intrigues me because, like, I've seen shadow people. So, and I know when, like, when you see an apparition of a person sitting in a chair, I'm kind of like, ah, well, you're doing the night shift. Maybe you're fucking wrecked and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um and again, that I'm talking about that with my skeptic hat, which I don't like to wear because I prefer to believe that this is all ghosts. And I think that there's room in our understanding of the universe for those things. But the shadow people one freaks me out. I don't understand what they are. And having seen them when I was quite young. And again, 
like it even wearing my skeptics had to be like yeah well you know you're you're going back fucking 30 years so you know your your um your imagination it could have been a story you concocted that you think is real blah 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 you saw something on tv you thought it happened to you but having seen one or having the memory of seeing one it does they always stick out to me the idea of a shadow person yeah, and as well, for some reason, the thoughts of a shadow person or a ghost in a hospital is a lot more terrifying than seeing one in a house. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of Silent Hillish or something if you see Absolutely. A, a shadow person Especially in, in a hospital. Especially because with a ghost, it's like there's more um, human characteristics or yeah, more living yeah. characteristics, let's say. Just like the fucking sil- a, a living silhouette. Like, that's yeah. fucking scary, man. Yeah, no, it is, it is. It's, and uh, Yeah. I think, yeah, that's... Uh, that's an interesting one mm. I, I mean again that we'd like to hear some more of those from people as well if they have any group experiences um yeah some of the i, I remember the night. one because and a lot of good ones seem to be coming from australian listeners there was one years ago about the school bus do you remember mm. that one and the sand inside and they had seen people in the bus and all oh, that stuff yeah, yeah, that yeah, one yeah, fucking yeah. that like that's kind of i must i can't remember what episodes th- these relate to but uh yeah. that one definitely scared the little pp out of me as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, so Connor Smith writes in. I would just say as well before we read this, Emin, that... Um, Connor, if you would uh, if you would give us permission to share these on social media, that'd be great. Drop me a line on email. Um, Emin, do you want to read this? Mm. So Connor says, "Hi guys, my friend lives in Dublin and sent me these photos outside their apartment of the church they live beside. 
my friend is a no-nonsense type of man. No-nonsense type of man. Mm. And I find it very difficult to believe he would doctor these or knows how to, to be honest. He lives in the Harold's Cross area. Let me know what you think. Uh, what do you think, Eamon? I'm going... That is a really fucking bizarre one, isn't it? Like, that's that a is, really yeah. bizarre one. Now, what's interesting about that one, depending on the perspective, actually, no, I was going to say, because it looks to me like a monk yeah it looks like a monk yeah you know get brother richard up in here and, and, and it's and it's right beside a building that monks probably hung out in right or or mm. some religious people of yeah some description you, you would imagine yeah it's like an old kind of gothic uh convent gothic or something church. Is some type of yeah like that? and if you look you know you're right yeah it's not a regular church if you look to the side that must have been like yeah. um the what's the priest's the convent what were the priest ones called it's like yeah they're, like they're yeah they're gaffs the priest gaff um, the priest gaff yeah yeah so just to explain to our listeners there in case you're going like what the fuck he's talking about so basically the picture is from a balcony it's looking down um, and there is you know there's cars and stuff in the car park but there's a silhouette of a, a really clear silhouette mm. and it's in white as well like a monk yeah yeah, and it's kind of semi-trans. Yeah, it is translucent as well. You can see the the uh, road markings or the car park markings, rather. Yeah, the only thing that I thought upon looking at these, and hopefully uh, we'll have permission to share these on social media because they're really good pictures, um, is that I thought, for one, I thought they were doctored because they look so good. Mm. Um, and I, he says himself he doesn't think that's the case um, failing that the only thing I can possibly think of is there are to my to my eyes here there are three no two panes of glass that pass through to take this picture of this ghost and mm. is it some type of weird reflection is there something going on is there some is there some type of minifigure on the floor, yeah, yeah, on the balcony, you. that's kind of somehow reflecting on that glass. I don't know. It just looks, it looks really fucking. You good. see, it, like, it looks even if you look at the other, so you can see down at the bottom right, there's something that looks like maybe a tablecloth. Yeah, you can yeah, see yeah. some, but the 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 actual and as well that that priest relative to the side of the car, or sorry, the monk yeah. relative to the side of the car is right. Like it's that's the true. Right the size. scale is right. Yeah. yeah no, like if right, you yeah. if you just because I was thinking, oh, he's a very small monk. But then actually, if you just move him next to the car, yeah, yeah, couple yeah. of couple of feet, he's he's no, bigger. No. Like, look, if that's authentic, that's a fucking ghost. Mm. <laughs> yeah, man. And, and, yeah. And and not only is it a ghost, it's one of the best fucking pictures of a ghost I've ever seen. And it's um, so it's it's yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, it is. It's a fucking fantastically clear picture. Like it's a it's a fucking great picture. Um, it's better than do you remember that picture that was taken at Loftus Hall that time we talked about it on the podcast before uh, that was it was quite a good picture as well where it was like ghost photographed um, but this to me looks f- really good mm. um, and as well like this is the type of picture that if we found out what that building was we might even be able to correlate to it's like a, if it's, that's it's, someone in there it's a cathedral right there you go okay, it looks give like me something two like seconds. that I'll find out what this shit is Oh, he's getting onto it now. Jesus. Um, I reckon I've probably been like I used to live yeah, near enough to, to Harold's Cross. Cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ka- Cahill Brewer Barracks. No, that doesn't Cahill make Brewer. sense. Uh, no, that's not it. No. Uh, um, da da da. It's on. It's on. It's some big fucking uh, priesty place by the looks of a priest gaff. Mm. Um, again, if you could send in that information, Connor, in case we don't find it here now. It's a bit, yeah, it's a, it's a good picture. So hopefully we'll have we'll be able to share that with our listeners. And, oh, yeah. I have it. 
Do you? I have I have something that looks like it. What uh, is it? Harold's Cross Church. It's in Irish War Memorials. Okay. Um, Dublin 6, Harold's Cross Church of St. Peter and Paul. Well, to be quite honest with you then, right, if that's the case, then that to me would look like some kind of religious apparition. Mm. Um, and I would love to share that with the likes of Brother Richard and Tim. Yeah, the, I'd like to, I might take a jaunt out there this weekend. Brother Richard to start breakdancing if you've seen this picture, son. Oh, yeah, yeah. One thing um, I know is that <laughs> ghosts are real. That's a, that's, a, that's a really good picture. Like, I'm almost about it's, to start breakdancing. Dude, I'm trying, fu- I didn't realise there was a so fucking cathedrals here. This actually, this might be the place. Mount okay. Argus in right. Harold's Cross this one looks more oh, okay. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna send you this in the chat okay oh no sorry I'm on it I'm on it oh you got it okay uh, Mount Argus Har- Har- I'm not my uh, Argus it's a card. residential site a period monastery alongside Mount Argus there. yeah that makes sense um, um oh right. and they're fucking some lad is selling it that's okay. now this is the 31st of December 2008 right. so they may have there's an 1860s monastery, three story. Oh, that is it, yeah. Mount Argos yeah, Catholic that, that Church. That looks right, that's yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Fuck that's yeah. It. I'm going there the weekend and I'm doing a seance. <laughs> Do you want to come up? You can stay in yeah, the house, yeah. man. It'll be right, crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, right. So that is pretty creepy then. Like that, yeah. that could actually be like a ghost of a monk or something or a priest rather who, or a monk who hung out there. That's pretty pretty good stuff so I'll, I'll drop you a yeah. line Connor you'll probably have already got the yeah, email yeah. by the time uh, I get through interestingly the ghost is hanging out in the disabled spot Eamon he knows I well. was going to say that he yeah. can't sit as a ghost. in the car no as a ghost you know yeah so I, um, I'm going to try and find that exact spot uh, I'll try I'll send you a picture if I can get there but I might try and get there this weekend Alright, so for whoever took the picture, look out for a lad with no arse and a bad back. Yeah, a lad, a lad you can tell you, like, does he have a bad back because he has no arse or does he have no arse because his back is rude? Chicken or egg situation. No, my back is going to be absolutely fucking brand new by Sunday. Oh. Literally, steel plates, like brand new oh. back. No, nice. I, man, it's the worst thing. I was at the physio yesterday for the the um, the nerve, right? And she was like, yeah. yeah, it's going great. Just six more weeks, keep doing the exercise, you'll be grand. I was like, ah, deadly. I was feeling good, you know? No pain. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, getting there now. Went into the gym today. I was like, ah, sure, do an old weighted squat now that, now that me fucking yeah, yeah. piriformis muscle is on the mend. About, about 10 reps in, I just felt the twinge slightly higher up from the last place. And I was like, all right. And I thought it'd go away, but it did not. You're just, you know, you're too ridiculous, Simon. You should I'm have too waited. much of a ridiculous person. What I need to do is stick to the waters. Go, go, Jason Waterfalls. Stick to the rivers that you're used to. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, I've told you already, we can't deadlift, we're too tall. We can't squat, we're too tall. We can do a little bit of a squat, but weights on a squat, forget it. Our yeah. spines, Eamon, are delicate, supple, and very good, actually. We have great spines, but we're just lucky, not good yeah. for them. I did my MRI like a while ago and there was no, yeah. you know, crushed tomato paste discs or anything like that. Um, Do you know I can actually yeah. 3D print your spine if you'd like? Uh, if, you, if you send me, there's actually software where I can convert your MRI data and 3D print your body if you would like. 
Yeah, I'll I, well, I get I the MRI disc when I'm when I'm home next. Yeah, 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 actually, I forgot it. I forgot to bring your Sephiroth toy or Sephiroth you Amiibo. Did. Excuse me, so I have it here. It's not signed by Harada, but it's still pretty cool. Sure, who's that? Sure, I don't know. <laughs> Amigo de Tecano. Right, Simon, we have a story here, a bit off topic. We've been very ghostly today. Um, mm. And of course, supplied this story to round out the ghost stories. The, what's this story about? So, him? this this is a good story. Uh, so, basically, yeah, we weren't sure how long it'd take because there was so this this document was so JPEG heavy that JPEG I figured in JPEG case we heavy. did we we got through it quickly, I'd fire one in. So, ladies and gentlemen, a fisherman was recently decapitated by a 19 foot long great white shark while oh. diving for axe tripe, a scallop like <laughs> mollusk in Mexico. Uh, so the tragic event is making headlines because it brings up that age-old question are sharks trying to eat people or are they doing it by mistake because this is very unusual nature generally you know you get surfers get bit and stuff like this but this is a diver underwater literally getting decapitated like yeah of course like like yeah sharks probably do go to eat people right it's like do bulls try and kill people not actively but if a lad is in a bull's field and the bull fancies it he's going to fucking kill you like or, or try and have a go at you do you know what I'm saying Um. yeah so my understanding is that again the popular theory is that when sharks bite people it's because they think they're other uh, they think they're other yeah, like animals, a seal, seal or, or a turtle yeah. or something like that mm-hmm. and they have very poor eyesight uh, so from under the water you, you'd kind of think that Um. I don't think, see, the thing is, they tend not to eat people once they bite them. But then again, you could say that they're getting all freaked out because the people and are shouting and there's people around them trying to come to help and stuff like that. So possibly that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. I think, like, I wouldn't be surprised, you know, yeah. if a shark wants to just go and fucking kill someone. Like, I like I get it. It's mm. it's just kind of one of those things. Like, yeah, they're, that's they're a predator and, and if there's something in the water where they fancy it on that moment. Mm-hmm. I mean... A shark, uh, like, one of us to a great white is just, like, a treat, right? He's going to mm. eat us and not think much about it. So, yeah, I'm sure, like, he'd be like, yeah, I fancy a person yeah. now and then I'll, I'll take a bit of have that. a away later on, you know? Take a bit of that. It's like, you know, we're not red meat, you know what I mean? Like, he's... he's do we know he's, what sharks... What do sharks mainly eat? Seals, right? Seals, turtles, stuff like that, yeah. I don't know. Sure I, think they, I think they might be partially responsible for keeping jellyfish back as well. But I can't remember oh. how. I don't think they eat them. There's some. I've seen uh, Yeah. Yeah, I think I just saw that in Captain Planet when I was a kid. <laughs> I seen a video of a crocodile um, eating a turtle lemon and it burst it like a fucking Jeez. spot. It was pretty grim. It had a, like, like, I, I'm glad it was a quick death put it that way because like yeah it, it had this massive ass fucking turtle in its mouth and it just went chomp chomp and then went burst and the fucking turtle just burst it was Jesus. absolutely mental they have such crazy bite power yeah like, yeah isn't it funny what? though with them that like it, it's really difficult for them to open the jaws though right so if you can yeah, keep yeah. the jaws closed they don't have a good muscles to actually open them but really good no. muscles to close them Muscles, yeah, that's Muscles, it. Muscles, yeah. Did, did you know that the T Rex salmon actually has the strongest bite on the planet that has ever been? Wow. The big bad T Rex. Yeah. I'm not surprised. Self. I'm not surprised. T Rex was fairly fucking awesome. He was. What a lad, that T Rex. He was so, a good lad. Um, I suppose, um, and I'll take it from here, mm. Manuel Niblas Lopez, who was in his 50s, was attacked January 5th in Tabari Bay along the Gulf of California off Mexico. 
At the time of the attack, Lopez was collecting the shellfish at a depth of between 36 and 59 feet. Is that deep, Em, and you're a deep sea diver? What would you reckon? Uh, I am certified to dive down to f- 20 meters, I think. So right, I think so that's that's, I think that's, past that's as yeah. deep. That's as deep. Yeah, as yeah, as give as or yeah. take. Yeah, so using a surface supplied air source, a scuba like apparatus that connects the diver to a compressed air source on a boat through a series of pipes, according to trackingsharks.com. A website that records all global shark attacks. Have you ever used that, MMM? A website that records global shark attacks. No, scuba like apparatus, asshole. <laughs> no, I've used. I, I've used. I've actually used tracking sharks before. No joke. Uh, really? I was afraid. Yeah, in Brazil, I was checking out like if anyone got killed in the in the Copacabana. Uh, right. And it's rare, but it happens. I still think that my ear infection was a blessing from our Lord because uh, yeah. he didn't want me to get savaged by a fish. Yeah, yeah, like Maeve who fell asleep at the right time. Yeah, right time, right place. Air inf- air oh, the I right have time. the ear infection. <laughs> Is the alien to save me from Atlantean aggressors? Isn't it funny though, water in general? Like, like, because you know when people say... We've maybe we've talked about it here before. It's one of those useless bits of information I hold on to where you know when people go to like India and they go, Oh, I, I, I drank the water and I got deli belly, I was mm. shitting like fucking mad and all that. Yeah. Gandhi's revenge, I believe they call it in some circles. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um Um but apparently if an Indian person comes here and drinks the water, they get the same thing. Oh, do it's they? just it's yeah. just the bacteria, the bacteria in the water. Yeah, yeah. we're used to a certain type of bacteria do you know what I mean yeah no I got that and in Peru because I had a salad that they had washed in like tap oh, water no. and I was as fucking sick man salad is is one of the leading causes of food poisoning though by the way just mm. so you know just it's also salad, one of the leading causes of weight loss as is as is food poisoning both <laughs> yeah, of those so things will lose you weight real quick salad do you reckon yeah for you weight loss yeah, I think that's I think that's a misconception, Emin. If I you don't were think it's only, a universal if, if well not no. potato salad. Like if you were no. only eating fucking leaf. Caesar salad? No, no, that'll make you fat. No, so. Caesar salad. That's because of the croutons. And the fucking mayonnaise or Caesar dressing. Or yeah, whatever, the fuck. Caesar dress and all that shit. Like I'm just talking salad and water. Alright, oh, okay, yeah. E. Yeah, coli ma- salad. A magical a magical existence of just salad and water. I don't know how long I'd last if all I could eat was salad and water. No. Um, yeah, so uh, he was down messing around collecting shellfish as one does. Um, two other fishermen who were on a support boat when the attack happened witnessed the shark impressive, impressively ripping off his head and biting both shoulders, Jeez. said Jose Bernal. Uh, I don't think you should really describe it as impressive. I wouldn't say impressive. Maybe that's some sort of uh, some sort of uh, translation. translation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I could just imagine these two fishermen just looking and going, wow, that's wow. so impressive. He's able Ooh. to rip him apart. Wouldn't like to gun. be him right now with that impressive yeah. bite. Yeah. He spoke for the surviving fishers according to trackingsharks.com. Sharks rarely bite people and yeah, here's the standard stuff. When they do, they typically grab the legs or torso after mistaking the person for prey such as a seal, then release the victim after realising the mistake. Oh, sorry about that, mate. Didn't mean to do that. Uh-huh. But a, sh- a shark biting a person's head or shoulders are extremely rare incidents, um, these experts told Live Science. Um, wouldn't it be rotten, Eamon, if a shark swam up and bit, say, to your pelvis off, so you were floating around in the water, still alive, with your intestines chilling? Mm. I wouldn't like that. Wouldn't be great, would it? No, that wouldn't be good at all. Now, the thing as well with the shark bite is like, 
their teeth and their bite pressure. The teeth are sh- so sharp and the bite pressure is so fucking, ma- fucking of such a magnitude that like literally just pop off your foot. Fo- like, yeah, you probably don't even feel it. You're just like, there's me arm gone. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You like look down and you go, my legs are gone, yeah. my pelvis is gone. Did you like, ever see that guy fights UFC? Or not in the UFC, he's, a, he's an MMA fighter. He has uh, no pelvis, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just arms. You can't you can't strike grounded opponents, so he he can never get hit. Uh don't be rude now, Evan. Ah, stop now. Sorry, butter wouldn't melt in Bob's mouth. (laughs) Get away from me. Uh, but to be fair, he is impressive. Would you be yeah, would you be in the cage? No, fuck no, I wouldn't. But it's it's impressive. Um like he's he's good at like he's good at wrestling. Um but no, you know the way you can't strike someone when both their hands are on the ground? Yeah, I do know that. Yeah, yeah like yeah. no knees, no illegal knees. <laughs> he bet you up on you. He probably would. Much. Yeah, the upper body strength on him is obscene. Like he's <laughs> the the size of the shoulders on the chap. No, like you know, it's very impressive. But if it you is, can't yeah. get away with saying the joke that you can't strike a downed opponent, what's the point in even being human? Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, you. this is true. <laughs> yeah, this is true. Well, look, you know, I wouldn't go for such low hanging fruit personally. But, See, um, you could have made a good, better joke there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there we go. So this type of attack is so rare that Greg Scommel, uh, a marine biologist at the University of Boston and head of the shark program at Massachusetts Marine Fisheries, has never heard of it occurring. As rare as shark bites on humans can be, decapitation, Emin, is, is extremely rare. rare. Uh, added Chris Lowe, the director of the Shark Lab at Chris California State University, Long Beach. Um, people were talking about Dublin Zoo on Reddit there earlier, Eamon. Uh, there were some good anecdotes. They were talking about the polar bear that was green, which we've oh, mentioned on the podcast yeah, yeah, before. Yeah. Apparently, Eamon, there is no such thing as a sane polar bear in captivity. Yeah, I'm not surprised by all that. Go mental. To be fair, judging by how they act out in the, in the Arctic, I doubt they're too sane out there either. True. They are like sociopaths. Yeah, they are. Bears. And they're just like, oh, we walk around, we have nothing to eat. The fucking, the land is literally crumbling beneath their feet. And when I get something, that's the end of it, son. That's the end yeah. of it. I do think it's funny that the polar bears have, have transitioned so well into like a cute, cuddly, like yeah. teddy bear or, you know, symbol for Coca-Cola or whatever. And they're probably the most vicious type of bear there is. And they're still really cute. Like we've, I think we've mentioned her. Did I, I should post that if I haven't posted on our socials, I must do. Of that that clip of the polar bear just like showing up at the house with his head in the window, going like, "All right, how are you getting on?" Because like, <laughs> even at, with that, when you're watching that clip, you're like, "Oh yeah, he's kind of cute." Like you know, I'll yeah. go get him something. But you forget that like, even if he grabs your arm when you're trying to feed him, you're gone. Like forget it. Oh That's yeah, it. Yeah. game over. Um, you don't want to be messing with them polar bears ever. Now, to be fair, I have typed in cute polar bears. Into They're very the, cute. Man, there's this little one and he's 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 a yeah. little cub and he's licking the snow and he has snow on his little yeah, snout. Ah, he's fucking adorable. The eyes are clean. He's, he had a big day. He's very tired now, and he's very cute. Now, what age do you reckon a polar bear would be when it can kill you? Like, what age is kill age? I reckon, like, probably two years in, right? Less, probably. Because yeah, they'd age quite less. quickly. Yeah, probably even less. So, yeah, yeah. So I was on the Dublin Zoo anecdotes and someone was talking about a crocodile or or an alligator that was kept in sort of a bath, but it couldn't move. So there was grass growing off its back. What? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the nineties in zoos. Jesus, the, that yeah. was the crack. Song. Do you reckon? How long do you reckon before zoos are just gone? People are like, well, That's now they've terrible. kind of pivoted. Apparently, there's a lot of terrible zoos out there, Emin. A lot of mm. really, really bad ones. Dublin Zoo has gotten a lot better. Gone are the days of the green polar bears and the grassy fucking crocodiles. <laughs> but um, it's not a laughing matter by the way, Emin. No, just the idea Very of a crocodile serious. with grass. You stop, will you? <laughs> I was fucking. Oh no, don't do that. Don't, oh no, don't say that. Don't call me a very, fool. There very, are fools out serious. there. It's a very serious matter. A serious to, man. To, yeah, yeah. Um, so now women, they've pivoted into conservation. Yeah, yeah. So they're actually quite important in terms of breeding animals because a lot of them, let's face it, uh, their habitats have been devastated by humans. Yeah. Even um, even some of the places in Africa where you like hunt rhinos and stuff, that actually contributes to a healthy population of rhinos, which is a weird catch twenty two. Uh, steady now, there, Emma, to be it, No, that, I'm not no, saying that I agree with it. I'm saying it's a it's <laughs> a thing. So you're just saying everyone should go hunt rhinos. Then. There, so there was one case where there was like a mad rhino, a rogue rhino, and he was being a right bollocks. Oh. And so by hunting him, <laughs> out they, of the six that out of the six that were there, they got. Got rid of one. Now those five are way ha- they're way happier than they were before. They did <laughs> rhino interviews. Logic. No, there is no. That's not the actual logic. No, but for conservation, they do say that the no, amount I'd of money that it costs I'd... to to hunt one of them actually means that you can right. put a lot more funds. And right. yeah, not like yeah. sorry, there wasn't a rogue right I was just talking shit. But it made it sound believable, which I'm proud of. Uh, but yeah, so no, that's. I was gonna it's, say <laughs> that's an article from some bullshit pro hunting fucking mm. like this. This is how they frame it. It's like, yeah, guys, there's this dangerous rhino. So if we kill the dangerous one, <laughs> he won't stop fucking around with safe. the healthy rhinos. <laughs> and they're like, which one is the dangerous one? They're like, any one of them, yeah. any rhino you see is the dangerous one. That guy has a big tusk. It's bigger than the other one. So his potential for danger is a lot higher <laughs> than the other one. So we must kill him. Um, uh, no, no. Um, yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. That is... An argument to be It's made. a dicey, it's a dicey argument because obviously people who want to conserve the animals, like it's a very emotionless way of doing it, I suppose. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you just uh, have but, to uh, figure look, out the way to harness it and, and make mm. money out of the honkies that want to go there. Yeah. And like take if pictures people, with the rhino. Yeah, hunting should never happen. Or do like the Ace Ventura thing where you have a really impressive animatronic rhino and you shoot that and kill it and they just pretend it's a real rhino. How out of touch do you have to be to like want to go and hunt animals in Africa? Extremely like, out of like, like extremely how out. Far especially up your arse when you, you see the be. lads that go out and they get fucking <laughs> shamed for hunting it. It's not like they're yeah. fucking strong like like no, hunters no, no, that no. you know like like I respect it's like some people. Obese lad with a bad yeah, back, like us. he's a fucking That's... dentist. Like yeah, oh, yeah, I yeah. wanted to shoot a fucking tiger. Your dentist, like you know, it's like their it. what it is 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 like their initial warped uh preconceived notion of what africa is which like in their head they're like it's like true wilderness you know what i mm. mean like there's lads going around in fucking cheetah skin things throwing fucking uh spears and stuff which does happen in places but like africa is so vastly <laughs> built huge, up and yeah. stuff now and, and and the wild animals aren't even fucking like most of the the last wild animals are just completely getting like their habitat is shrinking every year. Mm. You know, the elephants, like, they think they're going to a fucking oasis, they end up in a fucking Sentra or a Walmart. 
and they're like, what am I doing here? Like, <laughs> I just want to try to get to drink some water. Like, there's, you know what I mean? Like, mm. there is no, what. There, of course, obviously, when you get there, there are great wild areas there, and there's fucking massive amounts of land there and stuff. But these, like, out-of-touch motherfuckers think that they're going to this, like, wild area that's, like, constantly, like, lads are out fighting lions every day of the week and shit, when that's just not the case, you know? Mm, yeah, especially for shit like that. Like I said, I really respect hunters who actually hunt, use all the parts of the animals, you know, like yeah, that's yeah. a completely different thing. This is like, I don't know, people with too much money who just want to have a fucking rhino head. It's tourism. Their... Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's just tourism. Like it's no different than fucking going to Iceland to see the geesers or sitting in the fucking Blue Lagoon. Like, yeah, it's except just... you don't come back with part of the geeser. And everyone's like, what are we going to do about the geesers? <laughs> you know, the fucking geesers are gone, man. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I think, I think hunting for food is a different story. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, you know, look, it's a slippery slope. I think, I think, I think all of it is. I think, I think you can have a sort of a, you don't have to have a catch all opinion on it. I no, think there no. are people that can hunt individual animals and do it. Well, um, like, like the individual animals that are out in the wild, it's not like they have a fantastic death if you don't. You know, like the, the death out there is pretty savage and difficult if you're hunting in those places. Factory farming is like totally terrible, but I'm still eating meat that I'm sure comes from factory farming. I seen some lad the other day say that eating meat was important for his mental health. For some people, uh, maybe it is. And then, <laughs> someone, and then someone responded to him, go and slaughter your own animal, and then come back to me. And it's very true, isn't it? We're, we do have mm. a big disconnect with, with these yeah, things nowadays. Yeah, totally. Where it's, uh, yeah, I think having, I think going to hunt animals in Africa, you have the biggest disconnect of all, really, to think that you can just go there with your honky money and shoot wild animals. Mm. It's just fucking crazy to me. Like, it's just, it's exploitation as well on a lot of different levels, and it's just fucking gross. Um, and as well, Toto Africa didn't teach us anything to that kind of way. We have to go and respect the place, I mean, sure is Olympus. Yeah. What right. is it, sure is Olympus raises like. Sure. No. Uh, hang on. Kilimanjaro rise, rise like Olympus, Olympus above, above the Serengeti. The Serengeti. Yes, yes, yes. Um, There's nothing you. that a hundred men or more could ever do. No, <laughs> no. I do want to hike Kilimanjaro at some point, though. There's a bit yeah. of honky tourism in that as well. There is, but I, I think that Kilimanjaro at least isn't gonna. You're not gonna die. There's loads of. There's not loads of dead bodies on the way up. Like, no, but you know, you're. You could say you're paying towards like sort of. Um, um, destabilizing a wild area. Do you know what I mean? Because you're wanting to go and hike a mountain. Like, that does eh, happen. Like, a lot of people are saying that now, even in Ireland, that if you're hiking, say, some mountain and you're going around like an arsehole picking up fucking rocks and making cairns and fairy mm. rings and all that, you're actually, like, fucking up the ecology of the area or whatever. Um, and I suppose the same is true for, like, Kilimanjaro. But then again, I suppose the other side of it is tourism yeah it's uh well, then, in an area. yeah otherwise like why go anywhere like you can't even oh. climb the mountain around the corner for don't don't do anything you know that's true it's, yeah. uh, but again they're very black and white ways of looking at it yeah 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 um so basically i mean unusual shark attack they're trying to figure out why what caused it uh, they're just saying the usual we'll skip ahead they basically they just thought he looked like a different kind of fish under the water and it bit his head off because the shark wants to basically like we have loads of more paragraphs but we're nearly an hour in it just thought like ah that's something that I'd eat and it bit his head off See, which the, we know already this is fucking but if I was a shark, shark if I bit the head off of someone 
Like, he'd have to taste so rough for you not to eat the rest of them. Mm. Like, because if you're the sharp and there's two other divers up on a boat, you'd be like, get the fuck, you aren't doing anything to me. You're 19 fucking feet of great white power, you know, like a large Donald Trump or something. <laughs> so, like, you bite the head off the guy. I like it probably isn't nice. Like, do you ever eat the head of a shrimp and you're like, ugh. Uh, have I ate the head of a shrimp? No, I don't think You so should I'm... try it, man. It's not good. Why are you donating shrimp heads for? Well, just trying it. Like, just to see what it's like, you know? Were, were, you, were you never young? Well, that's true. To be fair, we never had shrimp till uh, very recently. No, I went to an expensive seafood place and I wasn't leaving any of that fucking shrimp behind, man, for the, for the, the price of it. Um, We've had shrimp all the time, Evan. Mm, shrimp, very good. What do you mean about until very recently? Oh, no, I went to an expensive... Oh. seafood place up here last week I thought you meant we as in collectively no maybe. no we'll eat some good shrimp I'll make you some nice shrimp someday uh, yeah no I, I, I'm yeah sure I am and I'm off to Italy now soon I'll be getting all the fucking seafood getting, linguine ooh, best believe yeah. son Jesus clam on clam on clam climbing Mount Vesuvius getting into that Pompeii shit ah no stop like. ruining the ecology of Vesuvius I'm going to stand on top of them and might even jump into the volcano. No, and that'll be the end of the podcast, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So <laughs> listen to as much of it as you can before Rob goes to Italy. <laughs> might, might even do it. It's good way to go. Um, it is. So how are you feeling today? I mean, you know, we're nearly done this uh, episode. How are you feeling? Good? Yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm kind of semi-excited to record our feature-length episode next. Oh, the Mantel incident. Mm, yeah. Oh, Especially in this... Uh, weather balloon climate yes we've got more more context don't we um mm-hmm. so yeah that's it guys i uh, hope you've enjoyed this episode and thanks very much for everyone sending in stuff yeah uh we really do love that we love getting the pictures we love getting the stories uh, and always keep them coming you know we've yeah. said it before but mini fuzz is an episode for all of you that's why we do yeah. it it was always set out to be a sort of a community-based episode and um so we we do ideally like to fill it with community stuff uh when we can't we just pick stuff that we like so last week for example it was the chinese uap kind of stuff um but yeah generally speaking the more write-ins and all that stuff the better that's why this mm. is here Eamon, have you got anything you'd like to add before we get out of here uh, nothing too much i would just like obviously to to reiterate what you said and a big thanks to everyone for listening and sticking with us uh big thanks as well um connor because i i am going to visit this this place to say I stood in the haunted handicapped parking space in, in uh, Harold's Cross Cathedral. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I've been Rob. I've been Eamon. Mini fuzz over and out. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.